it really all, always comes back to the music. It's, it's hard to stay motivated, especially when, you know, like you're working full time and like you don't do music as a job. It's like your, it's your side thing that you do after work, but it always comes back down to the music. Welcome, guys, to episode six of Box Talk. I'm your host, Mikey Shees, and today's guest is Wildcard. I met him at uh, one of Ill Minds uh, meetup in New York City. Um, we just basically uh, sat down, talked about um, how he started at 16 years old, writing raps, uh, freestyling. Then um, a couple years after that, he started making beats. Um, how he met Comet um, and founded his group. Uh, like-minded back in uh, last year 2018 um, he shared with me his story of how he performed live for the first time with Comet um, with his uh, group like-minded and how that experience taught him a couple of valuable lessons I'm excited for you guys to hear this episode all right guys here we go this is episode six of Box Talk with Wildcard Thank you for being on the podcast, man. Oh, for sure, man. This is awesome. Like, I don't, this is, yeah, this is my first time on a podcast. Is that really? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Glad to be here. Definitely, bro. I just want to ask you, your name's Wild, Wild Card, right? How'd you come up with that name? Ah, great question. Um, so I was playing Uno one day, and no, that's not how it started. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I just always felt like that, that name, I guess, or the word just kind of, related to me you know and i just kind of felt like it sounds really like weird but like i just felt like you know i feel like it matched me like it connected with me and i was like hmm wild card and then like when you think of wild card you think of like um you never really know what you're gonna get and i feel like and i feel like that's what i that's how i viewed kind of my music my artistry and that's kind of the approach i wanted to take with it so, so uh wild card just seemed like a good fit what got you started into music man man you know i i started music and stopped it like as far as pursuing it i've started and stopped it like multiple times since i was like a kid i guess it first started when i was 16 and uh you know i was like in high school and i was a big fan of like of uh just, you know rap hip-hop and even like various genres as well, but like rap was like my main thing. And I just like would just be writing, you know, raps and stuff like that. And I started doing that at 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, I would freestyle, actually. Uh, maybe as early as like ninth or 10th grade, I would be freestyling. Oh, really? Just for, just for fun, you know. And then I started like writing at 16. And then I guess a couple years after that, I just kind of stopped. You know, I got like caught up with school and college and I, you know, I had stopped like, uh, I guess I had stopped pursuing it a couple of years after that. And then, but I always had ideas for like songs, which was weird. Like I always had like ideas for music and I just found myself like returning back to it. Yeah. So I would like leave and stop for like six months. I wouldn't like do anything. And then I would go back to it and start writing again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really only about two years ago where I was like, all right, I'm I'm going to do this. And uh, that's when I started uh, making beats. And from there, it kind of snowballed into where I'm at now, where I'm just, you know, trying to be as involved in music as I can be, you know, two, year, two years later. How did you learn about making music? Like, where did you, where'd you first learn how to make your first beat? Uh, YouTube. <laughs> I went to the YouTube University of 
music making. And how was that like? It was, uh, I mean, it was cool. Okay, so a little, a little, little background story. I actually started making beats first uh, eight, when was it? When I was about eight years ago. No, seven, yeah, almost eight years ago, because it's almost 2019. So about eight years ago, I first started. I downloaded FL Studio, and a couple of my favorite, um, it was a trial version. It wasn't like, you know, nothing serious. I was just trying to, like, figure it out. And, you know, some of my favorite rappers, I was really big into, like, um, J. Cole and Childish Gambino at the time, and I knew that they were familiar with, like, I knew that they, like, made their own beats and stuff like that, stuff like that. and I rapped. I was like, you know what? man, I can make my own beats. And I, so I downloaded FL Studio. There was like FL Studio like nine at the time. This <laughs> is so long ago. So long, and maybe, before, maybe even like earlier than that. And I made a beat and it just, it did not sound like how I wanted it to. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it just, just did not. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get in here. You know, I'm gonna make something fire. Like, yeah, let's do this. Like I already had like written raps. I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to make self-produce my own mixtape. You know, and it just it did not sound how I wanted it to. Like, I actually showed it to a friend of mine. I let my friend hear it, and he was like, "Nah, like, this ain't it, Chief." <laughs> do you uh, <laughs> do you still have that beat on your hard drive somewhere? Oh no, that beat is long oh, gone. <laughs> that that beat is in the cyber cemetery. Yeah, oh, <laughs> never to be seen again. That was yeah, that was almost eight years ago. And then I quit after that. I quit making Why beats. Why did you quit? Uh, I just. I didn't really know how to progress and get better and really learn how to do it. I wasn't eight years ago. Like YouTube wasn't as, or even the internet wasn't as like easily accessible in terms of like learning things, you know, as it is now, like now you can Google or YouTube anything. And there's a how to, there's like dozens of how to videos on it. Eight years ago, that wasn't, that wasn't so much the case. And I wasn't aware of how to, go about learning how to do it. I had, I had, I had no music training whatsoever. To this day, I have no professional music training, you know? And so that was, yeah, that was just like a little background story to where I'm at now. That's dope, man. So how'd you meet Comet? You're uh, and like-minded. How'd you find like, like-minded? Oh man. Okay. All right. So this is a cool story. Um, well, actually I met Comet in, in college uh, like freshman year, we just, um, we, it's funny, we would actually like, we had a mutual friend and we would actually freestyle, like freestyle rap, uh, along with the mutual friend that we have. His name is, his name is Matt, you know, he's on, he goes by MC Mathematic, um, an insane, you know, rapper, freestyler. And we met through him and we kind of just like stayed in touch over the years. And it wasn't until, uh, Earlier this year, we uh, we started making music for a competition, for like a talent competition. Long story short, we ended up not, I guess, placing in the competition, but we still developed like an act and uh, like a live act of us rapping and also making music live. And so we're like, yo, man, we got to like do something with this. And uh, fast forward to July... We we're at like a um, I forgot we were at like an al- like an album release some some party um, of one of Comet's friends and we just decided right there to start like minded we, we already had the name 
because we created the name for the talent competition. And so we're just like, let's just go with it. Let's go with like-minded and just start freestyling and start putting it on Instagram. And then from there we created a band and a couple months later we like performed live. And before we knew it, we were, you know, kind of a, kind of like a rap group. That's amazing, man. So that was just July. That was like what six months yeah, ago. Yeah, it's really recent. You guys are killing it too on Instagram. Ah, thank you, man. Thank you, appreciate it. You try to involve your your followers too in it, also, right? Um, like making like competition. Yeah, the yeah the like minded cipher. Uh, the first one that we did uh, back in September was super super successful, um, and it was a lot of fun too. It got a lot of people engaged, and it was really fun to to kind of be behind it and just kind of sit back and watch people react to it. I mean, like the feedback we got from that cypher was like, it was awesome. Like some people were like messaging us, messaging us saying like, you know, me and my friends would like every night we would like watch the cypher submissions and we would talk about who's going to win. And like they treated it like it was, you know, something like really excited to look forward to like, throughout the whole duration of the cypher. And I was just like, wow, like people are really that into it. Like that's, that's awesome. So it was a lot of fun. Is there another one coming up soon? Oh, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, currently we are in, uh, we're, we're kind of sorting out how to figure, we're kind of sorting out how to do multiple things at one time. So it's, we're also, we've expanded a lot as a group since the past couple months, even since September where we had our first cypher. So we're actually putting out original music now, and we have a lot of like original music in the works. So we're working on that as well as, you know, intertwining that with the ciphers, so, uh, with the intertwine, intertwining that with the future ciphers that we're having. So some cool stuff that we're cooking up. So for sure. So what what keeps you going, man? Like I know there's some days where you're like uninspired or not motivated to make music, but like what keeps you in the studio making music? It always comes back. It really all always comes back to the music. It's it's hard to stay motivated, especially when, you know, like you're working full time and like you don't do music as a job. It's like your it's your side thing that you do after work. But it always comes back down to the music. Like I always have something that I'm working on, like some sort of project, some sort of song, and I always just get ideas for music, and that's what always brings me back to my, you know, my little music setup, my, my little studio and always brings me, brings me back to making music. So really it comes back down to the music. It's always been what brought, what has brought me back to it. Is anyone in particular listening to right now to, that inspires you to make music? Oh man. Uh, that's a good question. I feel like a lot of artists, a lot, a lot of them, um, no, no one in particular, really. Like, there, I can't really say there's an artist that like really inspires me. Like, I can't really single out one artist that inspires me to make music. Um, not at this point. I know back in the day, I know I mentioned like a couple that had inspired me, like J. Cole, Childish Gambino, Kanye, um, John Bellion. You know, another one. Like, uh, they definitely helped inspire me to start like making music and making beats and songs um i guess several years back mm-hmm. but um yeah as far as now uh, i don't know i like i get motivated by like my peers people around me like people i connect with like 
whether it's on the internet or social media or in person, Mm -hmm. those are the people that keep me kind of motivated. That's why I love going to events now, um, just like networking events and such, because it makes makes it seem that much more like real. For sure. Because for for so long, I, I never... I never collaborated with anyone or I, and I never kind of talked with people who made music. Cause I was never in a music environment. So for years I would just be writing, coming up with music in my room. So finally to be able to be around people and do that, that's what keeps me going. I would say now at this point, or at least it motivates me. Yeah. yeah. I remember so we both met at Ill Minds, one of Ill Minds events, right? In, in the city. How'd yeah. You, how'd you find out about that? That event and ill mind Instagram. <laughs> I was on Instagram. I happened to look through a story, and he was like, ah, "Pop up event later today." I dropped everything that I was doing. Fortunately, I had. I think I was off that day. For yeah, it just like worked out, and uh, I was like, "Yo, I gotta go." And next thing I know, I was there, and I actually live really close to the area that had where the event was, so it just it worked out. That's dope. So where where'd you grow up, man? Oh man, I I grew up uh, kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm a military brat, okay. so like I spent time in uh, Tennessee, uh, Virginia, uh, overseas, Europe. Um, but I decided to like come here for school in New York, and I just I've stayed here ever since. When you're doing your uh, your ciphers and your freestyling, like what comes to mind? Like what helps you come up with the lyrics on top of your head? Oh man, freestyling. Uh, what makes me come up with the lyrics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of just really feel, feel it out. Like I, I've got to be kind of inspired mm-hmm. by the beat to really come up with something good. Like sure. I can force it. I can force it and, I, and it can sound like trash. And, but if I'm listening to something that like inspires me and I'm in the mood for it, uh, I really don't think about it. Mm. It just, it just, what comes to my mind, I say, and I kind of just make it work in a, in a rhyme scheme and, mm-hmm. and put the flow together. And I just try to have fun with it. That's so, like the main thing. Like that's, that's the only, only way I could really explain it. Like mm-hmm. it's not much of a science behind it. Is there any advice you would give someone that starting out for the first time, like either freestyling or making beats? Uh, for freestyling, just find some beats that you really like and start rapping to them and just say whatever comes to mind and don't try to analyze it. Just say it, just say how you feel, just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And you do that a lot and you'll get better at it. For sure. Uh, For making beats, I would say to find, once again, find beats that you like, you know, find some of your favorite producers or beat makers and try to, recreate their beats mm-hmm. uh that's that's a major way that i learned to make beats just my favorite producers kind of copying that mimicking them and then putting my own twist on it and yeah i watch a bunch of how-to videos like there's tons of them who are some of your favorite producers uh yeah for sure uh i mentioned kanye west uh pharrell of course timbaland um who else is there uh, oh, 40. 40 was uh, like a big influence when I was started making beats. And Boy Wonder. Yeah, like those are some of the main influences, mm-hmm. I would say. There's like, there's there's more, but those are like, I guess the main ones. Dr. Dre, if you want to go. For classic. sure. 
2019 comes to mind. Do you have any goals that you're trying to achieve for 2019? In terms of like-minded or even for yourself? Yeah, I mean, the goal for myself is pretty much the same as like-minded because I am a solo artist as well as, you know, I also have the like-minded group um, as well as Comet. Like, he's a solo artist as well. And my, my personal goal is the same for both. I just want to put out as much quality content as possible. Like that's really like my only goal for wildcard for like-minded. Like I just want to put out a consistent amount of content. Like new music and like even, even videos on Instagram too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. Just like just new music. Like I want to put out a lot of new music because I feel like in this day and age to compete, I got to put out a lot of music to, to really, like I said, to compete with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of music out there. I feel like every day there's like a new artist popping up and it's like kind of hard to kind of stand out in a way. Yeah. You know, music industry, if you will, it's, it's very saturated mm-hmm. and there's just like a ton of just every ton of artists coming out every year, a ton of music. And it's hard to, like you said, stand out mm-hmm. for sure. So, but I think the ones that really do stand out are the ones who are consistent yeah. and put out a lot of content. A lot, of, a lot of good content. A lot of people are putting out content and it's not a lot of content. And it's not good. Like it's not quality. So I want to make sure I'm putting out a lot of quality content. Yeah, quality and quantity at the same time, right? Yeah, for sure. How do you balance between like personal and music? Oh, uh, man, that's that's tough. It's tough because music, it demands so much from you. Like time wise, it demands like a lot of time from you. And when you're full time like you work full time, it's it's hard to like, you know, have to work full time and to do music and have personal life and have a social life and have all these other different lives. Um, so for me, it's just like oftentimes instead of doing nothing or watching TV, I'll work on music. You know, I I don't really do much in terms of or if even it comes down to like going out somewhere or you know i'll decide to stay in and work on music like it's it's really just sacrifice yeah it's i mean finding the time for it staying up really late you know creating more hours in my day that's that's really what you have to do as a musician because like i said it it demands a lot of time from you Mm -hmm. and if it's important to you make time for it you know, yeah. I mean, time for the things that are most important to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is there anything in particular you are like, like either struggling with or like trying to um, get better at in, in terms of music? In terms of music. Um, yeah, I'm always, I'm always trying to get better at stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say right now it would be, I guess, engineering and mixing um, because I've always, I've never really done that so much because only only recently have i started recording music at least music that i'm intending to put out like i've recorded stuff before but nothing like that i really intended to put out right so now recently i've started to record my own songs and engineer my own songs with the intention to put them out and release them and so that requires more i guess skill it requires more quality and I'm very, I'm very DIY, you know, I'm, I'm very do it yourself. I'm like, I'm very much so if I can do it, I'll do it. 
and I'd rather and I'd rather do it than to let someone else do it. I'm kind of a control freak when it comes to music. Yeah, I, I'm definitely a con- control freak when it comes to music. <laughs> At least my music, I'm kind of a control freak. Um, which is why I like being in like-minded. Mm-hmm. Which is one reason why it's cool being like-minded because it's a group. So I can't I can't be a con- control freak. Right. So uh, sometimes it's cool to just be like, all right, I'll let I'll let you like handle this one and vice versa with comments. So, um, yeah, I would say engineering and, and mixing. It's definitely, you know, two things I'm working on improving. How do you guys work together as a group with, with comment and you, like, how does that work when you're making music? We actually rarely make music in the same room only because, you know, both of us are very, very busy and, uh, we don't live super close t- together. So, it's easiest to just work separately and send uh, back and forth stuff, like send back and forth um, snippets or files or, or I got this reference track, check it out, let me know what you think. So we send a lot of stuff back and forth. Like we'll send verses back and forth, we'll send beats back and forth, and we'll kind of send things back and forth until we have like a final, you know, a final end product. So, and it, it, it works because like we know kind of we kind of know like what you know to expect you know from each other so it it works out passing things through email and stuff like that you guys balance each other out in terms of like your strengths and weaknesses well well, yeah like um well like for instance combat's more i guess experience in like mixing and engineering he's he's been doing it much longer so he's kind of helped me out with that and just giving me pointers and tips and stuff like that because that's that's kind of my weak point and I'm trying to get better at engineering and mixing and be more uh, just more professional and more competent with that. Uh, so yeah, that's one example. That's cool, man. And, and do you have like a do you have like a set like goal in mind? What would be like like what's your like end goal? Um, yeah, I actually thought about this before. My end goal or, or my main goal is to get to the position where. I can work with anyone I want to mm-hmm. and be able to make the type of quality of music that I want to. So make to be able to make any quality of music that I want to and to work with any type of artist that I want to. Who would you work with? Someone comes to mind right now. Like, who would you want to work um, with? That's a tough question. That's a tough question. That... You know, I, I like listen to actually listen to like a lot of a lot of music, like a lot of current music. And I wasn't always like that. I really only started doing that earlier this year once I started taking music more seriously because I wanted to be able to not compare myself with them, but uh, know what the current music sounds like so I can position myself better. Mm-hmm. as a musician and so so as a result of that like i listen to a lot of music and so i, I can't it's hard for me to like single out <laughs> like one or two people like that's tough i'm trying to think like the first person that comes to like my pops, mind like it pops in your head yeah because i'm trying to give like an honest answer like who would mm-hmm. i actually no, no, want to sure. work with oh okay so I-, I would say out of all i guess the artists or groups one that i think would be cool to work with would be Brockhampton. Why? Brockhampton. Because um, they're like the only artist or group of artists that I kind of looked at and I was like, man, like I wish I could have been like a part of their band. 
like not necessarily like I wish I could have been a part of their band, but I wish I could have been a part of something like that. Because mm-hmm. I, I just think what they're doing is, is so cool. And yeah, I think we'd make some dope music. Would you, would you ever start a band? Would I? Uh, I mean, I, I guess like kind of kind of did <laughs> already. I mean, we're kind of a band. We're like an alternative band. <laughs> like we freestyle at our, our live live shows. Um, yeah, I guess we're kind of a band. Kind of a band. So, so walk us through, man. Like how... How was your first performance like um, for Like Minded? Oh man, it was at it was in it was in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New, Brooklyn, New York, I believe the Park Slope area, um, and it was at this uh, kind of I don't know how to explain it. It was kind of like a bar that turned into like a little bit of a concert venue at night. <laughs> so we're kind of we're kind of worried at first. Well, I was kind of worried at first because when I got there. It was it was still like kind of restaurant type <laughs> vibes, okay. and there were like people on dates, couples on dates, and oh man, I think I saw a couple families there, and I was like, "Yo, this is the venue. Like, we're supposed to perform here. Like, I don't know if this vibe is gonna work." And then by the time it was time to perform, like, uh, most of the couples had finished their dates, the families had left, and people were. You know, they started bringing out the drinks and people were ready for like a show. And so that was cool. Um, it, was an, it was a crazy experience. That was my first ever time performing. This was back in September. and This year? Yeah, September of this year. First oh, wow. time ever performing music live. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I performed a few songs that I, that I had literally finished writing that week. Really? Yeah. There were, I wrote... I finished about three songs that week. Oh my god, that's crazy! I, man. I was like legit, like at work on my break, like filling in lyrics, <laughs> like literally that week, like a few days before the concert. Damn, it was it was it was crazy. And that was um, the first time performing those songs in front of the, the audience. First time performing oh, those songs. Man, first time performing ever. First time performing ever, and first time performing them those songs. So, yeah, it was definitely an experience. I, I learned a lot, and. You know, I'm, I'm excited. We kind of took a break from live performing to, to improve our, uh, set, like to, to improve our, yeah, basically to improve our set, to make it more full and more, more like-minded, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause after that first performance, like we got a lot of feedback and we got a lot of, I guess, perspective on how we should improve our performance mm-hmm. okay. and make, and just make it more, like I said, like-minded. So we're working on that and we're definitely going to return back to the stage in 2019. Dope. So that's going to be fun. That's awesome, man. You guys, did you guys ever go on tour or anything like that? Or would planning we? On go- would, would you, yeah. Would you guys plan on going on tour? Uh, I would. And yeah, I'm sure Comet would too. I mean, if the opportunity, you know, sure. came up, like, I, I think that'd, that'd be super fun. That's like, that's like a dream. Right. You know, like, yeah, I mean, that, that would be like the other goal for me for 2019 musically, just uh, to do more live shows, mm-hmm. you know, in addition to putting out a lot of consistent music. So yeah, performing is, performing's fun. It's cool. I'm excited to get back to it. Were you nervous for your first performance? Oh, like for sure. Like in front of a large audience? For sure. For sure. Uh, it was kind of, it was, it was almost a little bit of, a, it was extra nerve wracking because we, we ran into some technical difficulties, like right before our set. Damn. And 
at one point we thought we were we were gonna have to do the whole show a cappella. No way. Yeah, and so this was like I'm talking. Uh, I'm like <laughs> I'm like off like backstage or like off stage talking with a uh, comment. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might have to do this acapella. And I'm like, you think you can do your songs acapella? And he's like, no. You think you can do yours acapella? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, but we got to do something. Oh, you know? shit. Oh, man. So that kind of kind of threw things off a bit. But we were able to fix the, the sound issues, the technical difficulties, and we were able to perform. But, yeah, that kind of like, to me, that was like icing the kicker, you know? Like, you know, just that threw me off mentally. Oh, my gosh. But when it comes to, like, performing, like, it's, you just gotta, the show goes on. Yeah. Like, no matter what. For sure, man. What did you, what did you learn most about from that performance? What's the biggest, like, takeaway from that experience? If you're an, you know, if you're an independent, low-budget act like us, it helps to bring your own sound equipment. <laughs> I, I would, I would say, like, that's, the, that's really the <laughs> best, like, the most honest thing i could tell you like bring your own sure. sound equipment have a sound guy with you even better mm-hmm. um, yeah that was the biggest thing we learned for that performance <laughs> was it just you two or this other did you have a team or did you was it just you it was Hobbit. just us i was literally Man. so like for like for the set we did i think two songs two like-minded songs and then i performed three of my own songs and comment comment performed three of his of his own and while I was performing, Comet was like w- mixing the sound. He was like working the sound. Oh, <laughs> and when he was, uh, a sound, he was a sound guy, he was a sound guy. No when, he, way. when he was performing, I was the sound guy. Oh my God. And when we were both performing, we had one of the, uh, I guess, one of the people that worked there who was kind of like overseeing the show. She was, you know, she was so nice. She ended up, I guess, working the sound uh, while we both performed. So, which was really just like, you know, I guess adjusting the sound levels for the performance. Oh my gosh, I can imagine you guys going back and forth to the sound. Okay, it was so. You no, know, I, I like I said, I'm huge when it comes to DIY. Like, yeah. just do it yourself. But when it comes to a live show, you cannot do it yourself. Like, oh that's what I learned. That's what we learned that day. Like, you gotta have like a sound guy. You gotta have at least one other person who like knows what they're doing. With mm-hmm. like in the sound department, that's that's very very important. So next so. time you bring someone else with you as a oh. sound person, just in case something for, like for that sure happen. For sure, at the very least, bring our own sound equipment. Yeah, pro tip. Bring yeah, that, <laughs> pro tip to any like indie artist out there, like have a sound guy with sound equipment mm-hmm. to every show you, you go to. So when you're making music, are you mostly on your laptop, or do you ever go inside a studio, or what do you prefer? Um, I'm always on my laptop. Um, I never, I've actually never made me, never made music in a studio. Um, and I honestly don't really have an urge to, I mean, it would be cool. Like I would definitely do it if I had the opportunity, if it were more available and easy to me, but I'm, I'm really fine making music in my, in my room. That's where I've always done it. You know, I just kind of built a setup over the years and it works. Do you remember like, one of the first things you bought? The first thing I bought was a mic that that sat and collected dust in my closet for several years before I actually took it out and used it. Uh-huh. Um, was it it was actually this mic. Was it this mic I'm using? No, it wasn't this mic I'm using. It was like another mic. Um, but yeah, 
that was like the first thing I bought. And then over time I acquired more stuff like yeah. got like a, a MIDI keyboard or like a the MIDI drum pad and mm-hmm. got like a mic stand and like studio monitors and ended up kind of figuring out what took me a long time was like figuring out how to do the setup and like what to buy and what to buy and how to get it to work because like Mm -hmm. like i said i hadn't like no one no one i guess like taught me anything about it and i didn't have any sort of trading with it so i just had to like all right google what do i do now i connect the speakers to what what is what's an audio interface so like that took me like a long time to, to figure out and once I finally did, I was like, yo, why do people even need it? People don't need a studio. Like, if they just did this. Yeah, that's how I made music too, just in my room. Just making making beats in my room, man, my laptop. That's all you really need nowadays, just your laptop. Man, it's crazy, like, with a laptop, what you can do. Like, like I started making a beats on uh, GarageBand. Like, I just had that on my, on my computer. Mm-hmm. And I had bought, a, like, a drum pad, like a MIDI drum pad. That was, once again, collecting dust in my closet for <laughs> half a year. Then I took it out one day and started using it with, with yeah. GarageBand. Like GarageBand, at the time, it was free. And so, like I said, with like a laptop and a you know free DAW like that, you can make a lot. Yeah, you're doing a lot of good work, bro. Like I'm really proud of you, what you're doing ah, right now. With like mind and everything. I mean, you, you're grinding hard, man. I see you on Instagram like, almost every day, yeah. like new like beat. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? Like, I've been slacking so much lately on Instagram, but, like, I've actually been really busy musically outside of... I just haven't been showing stuff on Instagram because I have a lot of incomplete stuff. Like, I have a lot of incomplete music that, like, I think once it's finished will sound really good. And I just... I don't like releasing stuff that's unfinished, you know? or just like me. And that's why, like, I have not been posting a lot of my new music and i'm just like mm-hmm. i'm almost there i'm almost there um so yeah but i like i said in 2019 that's another goal of mine to actually mm-hmm. well with putting out more music i'm going to be more active on social yeah. media like i have to be yeah because you're a solo artist too along with comet also right so you're right. just like juggling between like the group right. like-minded and then you're also solo act sure which is which actually can be difficult but it can also be very easily easy creatively mm-hmm. so like when i'm working on a beat i can be like all right maybe i won't use this for myself it doesn't really fit my solo vibe but this might be great for like-minded yeah you know so sure. and it kind of works vice versa too sorry about that i live right no. next to a fire oh, department <laughs> so you know, it's lit out here in these streets but uh uh yeah it's crazy it's crazy but yeah and i mean that's how pretty much how it's that's cool man so like when you're studio making music for example right and you're making a beat and you're about to finish it you're thinking like oh this be great for like-minded versus it'd be great for me yeah i don't i don't think about um uh, yeah i rarely think about like oh what i'm gonna use this beat for when i'm making it i just i just make it and then wherever whatever category it falls into that's where it goes like that kind of it kind of frees me up you know yeah I i don't like to think about so much um, exactly, exactly what I'm gonna use this beat for. I mean, sometimes right. I do. Like, if I'm making a beat for somebody. I remember when I first started out making music. Um, I was always worried about like what people would think about it. Like when I first when I first started my first beats, mm-hmm. and it kind of sat in my hard drive for a while. So yeah. for, for for you, did you ever experience that in terms of like 
what you want to put out. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. All the time. All the time. Well, for yeah. a long time, I was just like, oh, I'm just not good enough. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm not right. good. At, like, I just knew I was not good enough yet to comfortably put out music. And that's how I was for a long time. Now it's more so, okay, I just, I'm, it's not right. Like, the music's not right yet. Yeah. Like, it's not ready to be released. It's less about me. And it's more about, like, the art, the music. Mm-hmm. That's more what I'm focused on in terms of why I'm not releasing something. I'm like, no, the the, the song isn't right. You know, I'm like, when the song is right, I'll release it. Whereas before it was like, I'm not good enough yet. <laughs> you know? Nobody can hear this. Nobody can hear this. That I think I think that's really the toughest, I guess, mountain to climb as an artist. Getting to that point. Getting to that point. What what helped you get to that point where like know that okay my shit's like it's good enough for me to put stuff out there. Uh, I, I just was just like, I gotta I gotta stop making excuses and just put stuff out, like and stop focusing on it not being perfect because it's never gonna be perfect. So just put it out and let people see the growth. Exactly. That's 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 how I started like putting stuff on. That's what allowed me to free myself in terms of freestyling and like putting posting my beats on Instagram uh as incomplete and as like uh amateur not really amateur but like as incomplete and as imperfect as they were I was like let me just put it out and like let even if it's not that good and let people see the growth when I like realized that I was like okay now I can feel good about putting out mediocre stuff or whatever yeah for sure and your fans so. too really really appreciate it. i'm sure like you know the amount of work you put into instagram and your music yeah and they can relate with you and like feel inspired by like what you're putting out you know well yeah because like a lot of people only post the end product of stuff and that's that's cool but i'm like i was like you know why not show why not document what i'm doing and show the growth like even at like me not at my best creatively, like let me at least still put that out. Let me put out, let me put out my struggle beats, you know, my struggle music like that. I, I didn't quite get to where I wanted to, but you know, let me just put it out anyway. And, I, and I'm gonna get better over time. And so when I put out stuff later, people will see like, oh wow, he's actually, he's gotten better. You know, so I, that's kind of how I switched up my perspective. And yeah, it's cool, man. So we can actually see, like, follow you along your journey, you know, yeah. to where you are now to where you want to be. You know, that's, that's amazing. For sure. Like, that's, yeah, that's another gem to any up-and-coming artist. Like, don't keep your stuff on the hard drive, like, out of fear. Like, just release stuff and watch people see the growth. Or release stuff and keep working and keep improving and watch people see the growth. Hey, there you go, man. That's like, yeah, that's like my... Dropping gems out here, boy. <laughs> Yo, it's been fun, man. Appreciate you coming to the podcast, bro. Ah, thank you. I'm so glad to be on. So glad to be on. Yo, you gotta invite me back again sometime, man. Definitely. I'll definitely invite you back on, bro. It's been a it's been a cool chat, cool discussion. For sure. Is there anything else we're missing, you think? Anything else we're missing? Uh, hey, yo, play a beat. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I, feel, I feel like that's like how every <laughs> like radio interview goes. Like with right, rap. right. I'm like, yo, play a beat. Nah, I'm not not gonna do that right now. But uh, not not this time. Maybe For maybe sure. another maybe time. Maybe next time. Maybe another time. I got you. But yeah, man, nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, what what are you working on right now? Oh man, I'm working on a few things. Well. For now, I'm working on like one beat a week. 
Ah. Putting that out there. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Just seeing how that goes. Do it for a year. And then I can look back on all those songs I made. My goal is to hit 50 songs mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a year. And once that's done, you know, see where it goes. That's cool. That's what. That's what's up. That's what's up. My, my goal is kind of, I have a, like a loose goal. I don't really like, I don't really like really mm-hmm. tight, like fixed goals for me. But my loose kind of goal is a song every other week. So like every mm-hmm. two weeks to put out some sort of track. Um, yeah, that's kind of my, kind of my goal. We'll see if do we'll it, stick man. to it. You got it, bro. I'm going for it. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, for sure. So where can, where can we find you, man? Like Instagram, Twitter? Yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Hey, it's wildcard. That's H-E-Y-I-T-S-W-I-L-D-C-A-R-D. So Instagram, Twitter. Is that all I'm on? That's really all I'm on. <laughs> Those are the only, only sites are really, uh, I guess spend time on. Sounds good, man. It's been fun, bro. Thank you for coming on. Likewise, man. Until next time. Definitely. All right, man. All right. Take it easy, Mikey. You too. Take care. So that was episode six of Ox Talk with Wildcard. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, let me know. Screenshot your phones. Uh, tag me at Ox Talk or even Mikey.Cheese on Instagram. And let me know how you thought about the podcast. Um, go to iTunes and uh, let me know what you liked, what you didn't like. I'm looking forward to hearing guys' comments. Um, so that's it, guys. Um, see you guys next week on the next episode of Ox Talk.